Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I had never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts. It's Curious City, where we take your questions about Chicago and the region and investigate, report, explore from WBEZ. Hi, my name's Eve Ewing, and I'm here to answer a question from David LaPello. He lives in the Edgewater neighborhood and has been thinking about having kids. He loves Chicago and wants to stay here and raise a family. So he asked Curious City, what neighborhoods in Chicago have the most kids? specifically the highest density of kids, as in the most kids relative to the size of the area they live in. Now, his question might seem like something only a parent or soon-to-be parent might be interested in, like how to get a kid to sleep or what's the best baby food, but it's deeper than that. I'm a sociologist at the University of Chicago School of Social Service Administration, and the question ended up touching on all kinds of areas I study, like race, education, and urban issues. It's about who lives in Chicago and who will live here in the future. But before we get into all of that, let's start with the simplest answer. The highest density of kids in Chicago can be found in the Northwest Side neighborhood of Albany Park. That's where we meet this guy. My name is Moji, that's what they call me here, but my real name is Al-Mushtaba Mahgoub. Moji is 10, and he's originally from Sudan. He and his family live here in Albany Park, which is part of a string of kid-dense Northside neighborhoods, including Rogers Park and Belmont Cragen. You can think of these neighborhoods as Chicago's baby belt. After school, Moji and his little sister Mezab come here to the Albany Park Community Center. If that's a mouthful for you, we can just say APCC. Albany Park is very ethnically diverse, and many of the kids, like Moji, who attend the APCC's after-school program, are from immigrant families. You find them all inside the center's big gymnasium, running around, playing sports, doing homework with the help of the center staff. It's controlled chaos. I love you, Chicago, oh my God! <laughs> We asked Moji to introduce us to some of his friends. Well, at least we think they were his friends. That's Kelly. She's pretty annoying. I hate her. She hates me. We know each other. This is Aiden right here. He's pretty strange. Uh, All the time he likes to laugh randomly. So this is my sister. She's outside playing with her friends. Why would you make this for me? And she ran off like usual. Being here, it's easy to see why our questioner, David, would want to find a kid-dense neighborhood like this to raise a family in. The kids are having a great time, and there are resources for families all around, like this APCC after-school program, which makes sense, right? If you go to a kid-dense neighborhood, family-friendly resources like childcare, playgrounds, ice cream shops are more likely to cluster nearby. But how did Albany Park end up with the highest density of kids in the first place? We talked to Janet Smith, 
a professor of urban planning at the University of Illinois, Chicago. She says the answer to that question has to do with housing. Albany Park does have a good mix of single-family homes as well as larger rental units, so, you know, where they have two, three, and four-bedroom units rather than the smaller ones. That kind of housing can be hard to find. It's what attracts families here. But Albany Park may be changing. As the neighborhood gentrifies, those big rentals are being replaced by condos and single-family homes. That doesn't bode well for Albany Park's future as a neighborhood with lots of kids. So when we look at the housing that's being built in Chicago, I mean, our new housing replacements are not for families. So despite being the most kid-dense neighborhood, over the past two decades, Albany Park has actually seen a slight decline in the number of kids living there. But it's nothing compared to the city as a whole. Janet Smith tells us that between 2000 and 2010, Chicago's entire population dropped by 200,000. So 200,000 people were gone. 130,000 were under the age of 18. This phenomenon isn't just unique to Chicago. There are fewer kids nationwide. My favorite stat is there are more households in the United States with dogs than there are with kids. One contributing factor to this overall decline in kids might be that millennials are pushing the birth rate down by waiting longer to start families. Another is that immigration to the U.S. has slowed, so fewer immigrant families overall. But there's also something particular happening in Chicago. African-American families are leaving the city in big numbers. The Austin, Douglas, and greater Englewood areas have seen dramatic losses of families. In Englewood, the number of families has been cut nearly in half over the past two decades, from 15,000 to 7.8,000. Chicago Public Schools even cited this depopulation as a reason to close schools on the South and West Sides. There are lots of theories to explain why these families are leaving, but no one knows for sure. We talked to Sarita Sashington, a former Englewood resident who raised three of her kids in the neighborhood before moving with her husband and youngest daughter to a suburb in 2013. Sarita listed crime and a lack of healthy food options as two of the reasons why she moved her family. But she thinks that perception is also a big reason why families are leaving Englewood. The media really highlights the worst parts of those communities. Even though now she has a house with a yard and a deck, Sarita misses the bond she shared with other families in the neighborhood. And she still visits Inglewood frequently. It was neighborly. So we looked out for each other. And, you know, it's like one of those things where they're doing street cleaning, right? And then your neighbors come and say, wake up, wake up, the street cleaners are here. Go get your car. Sarita liked and felt connected to the Englewood community. And she still left. This is just one example, but if people like Sarita and their children keep moving away from Chicago, what will the city be left with? Here's one possible answer to that. The only neighborhoods actually gaining kids are affluent, mostly white neighborhoods, like Lakeview and Lincoln Park. Those neighborhoods don't have many affordable, family-friendly rentals and they're not likely to get them. Albany Park does have that kind of housing. For now, remember, it's changing. If these trends continue, the Chicago of the future will be less diverse. 
and neighborhoods with dense populations of children might be even harder to find. Reporting for this story came from Chris Hagen and John Facile. I'm Eve Ewing. Moji, you want to read this last part? Support for a curious city comes from the Conan's Family Foundation. Next time on Curious City... Three, two, one. During the Cold War, Chicagoans built fallout shelters to protect themselves from nuclear attack. But are there any left? We go underground to find out. Could you imagine spending two weeks down here? It would get really dark and really cramped. If there were hundreds of people down here, it would be terrible. (laughs) That's next time on WBEZ's Curious City. Before we start the show, we here at Curious City want to let you in on a little-known fact about WBEZ. 89% of all our funding comes from community support, including contributions from curious listeners like you. If this program has changed how you see Chicago, please consider supporting this program at wbez.org curious. Thank you.